Hello everybody and welcome to We'd Rather Be Reading. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Leah. Do you know what I am shocked at, Leah? No. When I finished this book and I went, of course, to Goodreads, like a very diligent book reader to make my starred review and then put it in my have now read shelf. Yes. Um, It has become... A need for me to do as soon as I finish it because I cannot ha- keep having it on my to read li- or or even in my currently reading if I have oh, finished no, no, no. it. It needs to be done immediately. Immediately, yeah. So I'm with you. <laughs> I agree. So when I went in and I really enjoyed this book of the yeah. week that we are reading, and I saw that you gave it five stars. I did, and I'm not sure if, if it was actually warranted. So I think I like, have to debate. I think this I a tiny bit, bit gasped. Like yeah. I saw, I was like, "What? Huh? Yeah. What? Huh? Yeah. We're gonna talk so much about this today, and that is the book Serpent and Dove by Shelby Maharan. Yes, and it was published all the way back in 2019 by Harper Teen. I can't believe it was taking us so long. To then read this I was like, "Serious." When I was researching this, I was like, what else has this woman written? And it turns out she's only written this freaking trilogy. So another, another freaking debut novel. Another. It is uncanny how we accidentally keep picking debut novels this year. This is strange. Yeah. I wonder what what is what is leading us to this? I don't know. Hmm. Anyways, good job on this debut novel, Shelby. I know, um, what the heck? This is like an epic fantasy like as your first impressed. novel ever. With yes. like so fully well-rounded characters and storyline. But I think it's because I'm reading her bio here. <clears throat> she watches The Office, which will give her all the cues on the storyline. <laughs> and she reads voraciously, so clearly okay. she, she knows how to do a good... She's experienced. Uh, and she... Um, She's from rural Indiana. Okay. Mm-hmm. She plays make-believe every day. <laughs> yeah, but don't and we now all? with words instead of with cows. Cows? <laughs> what are you doing with cows, Shelby? I don't know. She lives near that childhood farm with her very tall husband and semi-feral children. Yeah, yeah. that sounds about all right. right. Good. Yeah. So, I have to say... Though, to start with, um, that I made a grave mistake with this book. So I was listening to it, and I have to say, I really enjoyed the narratives. I think they did a really good job. And one thing I really, really enjoyed is that there's a lot of French words in this book. And pronounced and so well. They pronounced it really yeah. well, apart from uh, Forêt des Yeux. Oh. At the end, she did it right. He said, de you. Oh, and wow. I was like... But apart from that, it did not do any of the annoying things that I hate when there's French in my books, which is speak all of the rest of it in the French accent. I would have killed them if they did that. I hate (gasps) that. Or, you know, um, yeah, that kind of stuff. So very good job on the narrations. Mm -hmm. But then I was listening to this and then there was all of these characters and they all had all these nicknames and different names. And then some of them had the same last name and some did not. And they were back and forth. And I'm like... I cannot keep this. Like I can't. I can't see this. Visualize. Like, I, okay. I don't know who's what and where. Okay. Who's. So I went online and I looked up the characters. Don't do it. 
do not do it. Just don't. Because <laughs> you are going to learn so much about these characters that you no. do not need to know at this no. point. I was <laughs> spoiled so severely. I'm spoiled for things that haven't even happened in this book just by looking these characters up online. Mm. I know someone's going to die and they're not dead in this book. But they said it said deceased on that book, on that site online. Oh. So, yeah. I knew all about the Super twist at the end sad. where where Reed turns out to be a witch. Yeah, that said, they're species, witch. And I'm like, aha, uh-huh, so he's a witch. And then figuring out throughout the book that this is like super insane, that he could not be one. And then it's a massive reveal, like in the last chapter. And you were spoiled so early. And I'm like, of course he is. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so stay away from... Uh, Looking up the characters online. Pay attention instead. Or, I don't know, read it. It was the same thing with Six of Crows. And you know how much I yeah. fell in love with yeah. the character who gets killed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Should we spoil all the books that we read anyways? And then I looked it up and it said that he's deceased. But I expected in the new... Um, the new novel that came out that it, it was called The Rule of Wolves mm-hmm. that he was going to come back to life. Yeah. But he didn't. No, he did not. Anyways, don't look up the characters unless don't you're only looking up fan art of them. Yeah, only fan art. Okay. But, you know, if you want any kind of who has all this, these nicknames because that's a lot it happens a lot in this that there's lots of different names for the same character. Mm. Um... So, but our main girl is Lou or yeah. Louise yes. Blanc, or she has Louise Larue. Yeah, she has all of these names, anyways, which was one of the things that was tripping me up. And okay. um, Lou and her friend Coco Cosette, Cosette, yeah. uh, La Voisine. They um, they live together, and they are planning this heist for this magical artifact called Angelica's Ring. And, uh, you know, it seems like they've done heists together before. They're, they're, this seems like something they yeah, do. Yeah, they're pretty good thieves. And they're with this guy called Boss. Yeah. Who used to be Lou's lover. Yes. And who knows that she's a witch. And, and she's she's not a, witch. a fantastic lover. And he's her. not. And he is very selfish. He's like, <laughs> I will protect you. And then as soon as he comes to it, he's like, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. No. Not great. No. Um, and then we meet Reed. And yes. Reed is a chasseur. Chasseur. And the chasseurs, their job is to uh, <clears throat> police magic. So basically, they're hunting witch. They're witch hunters. And, and they're uh, religious to a certain... Yeah, no, no. They're very religious. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like uh, whatever, religious warriors against yeah. the, the pagan yeah. witchcraft of exactly. the world. Kind of exactly. Thing. Yeah. And Reed is the captain of, uh, of the Chasseurs. And he is also an orphan. Yeah. So he's grown up in the, the church and in the Chasseurs organization. So he's very much like indoctrinated into their beliefs and everything. On the night of... And Lou and Reed bump into each other at a parade kind of thing where all these witches come in and they threaten the royal family. And they have a little, like, bumping in. They see each other. Lou is dressed up as a man. She's quite vulgar the way she speaks. And Mm -hmm. he's like, what the frick is this? Uh, This is not how women are supposed to be. Mm -hmm. She's wearing pants. Oh, my God. Oh, the pants is a big deal. Oh, yes. (laughs) Um, And then... uh, and then at the the heist where they're stealing Angelica's ring, uh, 
Reed has gotten a tip about this, so he shows up there and he recognizes her. Um, and they, she manages to escape. She gets the ring, which has the power of making her invisible, and she manages to get out of there. But uh, they know she, um, her and Coco cannot stay together because they've seen both of them, or they, they've seen Lou at least. Um, and then Lou and Reed bump into each other at a show. Uh, mm-hmm. at the theater where Lou's been staying upstairs like she, she has a little room in the in the attic there which she shares with Coco and they bump into each other and and Reed starts chasing her and uh, knocks her over and they fall onto the stage and then mm-hmm. in order for this not to be a scandal where it looks like he's like trying to violate her um, the archbishop says hey you can marry her then she'll be your wife and your property and you can do whatever you want with her and they were like hmm, not sure about this but okay so they decide to get married. Um, and it's kind of like one of those tropes where like forced marriage, like forced com- um, confinement kind of thing, because yeah. now they have to stay together in the same room with the same small little bed and mm-hmm. they have to get to know each other. Exactly. So newlyweds, not the greatest start to this. They don't really like each other. They they don't trust each other for sure. Yeah. Neither one of them was really planning on getting married like this. Reed had was in love with Celie. Yeah. Um, but she turned him down. And Lou kind of had never planned on getting married, actually. She's no. not happy being single. Yeah. And she's a, she's a little bit of like a free bird with that, oh, yeah, too. Yeah. She has had many's of many's of partnerships. Yes. Um, and, and all of the genders. And all of the genders. Yeah. And Reed is uh, uptight and uh, virginal. He's he a is virgin. a virgin. He's Here a virgin. Here we go. Yes, there's our virgin. <laughs> and... Um, uh, and Lou is supposed to, you know, listen to him because he's her husband and all of this and that, but she is not very good with authority. So she does not listen very well. She does not care that he's her husband. So um, Reed gets this, initiates into the Chazelle's Ansel to watch her and be like a guard. And here's where I got really confused because Ansel and Reed have the same last name. I'm like, are they brothers? Yeah. No, they're not. No. It's just that the last name Diggory is the name given to orphans. Yes, so right. they're both orphans. Yeah. And this is what got me to that freaking website that spoiled all but of this shit to me. they I could not. You didn't wait till the explanation I came. No. Okay, and patience. It was too many <laughs> names at that point. I was just like, Who I never is, got confused once. <laughs> what is? Maybe I was trying to do too many things at the same time. It was. It was not great. Anyways. Okay. Um. And uh, she basically convinces Ansel to show her around. And in the infirmary, she finds Coco, who's uh, stealing the identity of a of a new nurse, Brie. Uh, and she's there. Uh, so now Lou can start practicing her magic. And she does it in the infirmary, where all of these people are being kept that are victims of witch attacks. Mm. And they're not doing so well, all the people up there. And yeah. regardless of the rocky start to this relationship, like feelings start to bloom between Reed and Lou. Mm-hmm. They are finding Some things, things that they like in each other. And, uh, you know, we talked in the last week about the, the demon and hero and you called him a, a weak redhead yeah well reed is a strong redhead yeah he is yeah. a redhead very strong yeah mm-hmm. he keeps uh, his hair is referred to as deep copper at all copper, time. Yeah. yeah um and um they um uh reed 
She's funny, Lou, because she steals his diary and she reads yes. all of his love letters. And then he gives her something else to read, which is a romance novel, because she's trying to read all the stuff <laughs> in the tower where the Chasseurs live. And it's all religious text yeah, and how yeah. to hunt witches. And she's like, yeah, not great. Right. Um, but then... Um, he has a romance novel and this is funny she's like where is the sex scene it's usually towards the end and he's all like there's no such thing and then he's like there's one it's one of the last chapters. <laughs> and that's the only this thing he knows funny. about sex yeah <laughs> um and then um it uh, turns out that um madame labelle one of the older what is she like a madame madame yeah for like a bordel or something yeah um she comes to lou with a warning and it turns out that lou's mother is searching for her and she might be in town and Lou's mm-hmm. mom turns out to be like the main witch witch lady head witch yeah and she's yeah. not great she's quite she's evil she's a very bad mom yeah she's tried to kill Lou when Lou was 16 as a sacrifice yeah and didn't again in the book many uh, times again, yeah. yeah um and basically the premise of this is that she is Madame de Sorcière mm-hmm. de la Sorcière uh, and she her bloodline is tied in with the royal bloodline. So if she sacrifices her only daughter, then the entire bloodline of the king will die. Yeah. Yeah. So she wants to sacrifice her daughter because she wants to end the rule of the the king. And um, she had this baby with... And she had this baby with the archduke. With no, the, the archbishop. Bishop, that's the one, yeah. So the guy who's the head of the chasseurs... Mm-hmm. Is her pop-up. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and it turns out that Reed's mom is a witch and that yeah. his dad is the king. Yeah. So he gets all all sorts of mixed Lots up Lots of yeah, this, family this boggling nice around. Lou and Reed has some serious ancestry going on there with yeah. their royal super witch uh, blood. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah. She's not... She's, she's hunting her down. And... Uh, it turns out that Madame Labelle is Reed's mom. mom. As mm-hmm. well. And then... And that's when I clicked in that Reed is obviously going to have some powers. Yeah, but they keep saying that there's no you male witches. There's man. no male witches. Mm-hmm. There's no male witches. But I knew about this because I'd been spoiled. You already spoiled. I was so spoiled. <laughs> uh, and then uh, all hell breaks loose. Uh, and Bo, who's the crown prince, has to go with... Lou gets taken. Reed finds out that she's a witch because a witch comes to try to take her and she fights her off using magic. And then Reed finds out she's a witch and he's like, you're a witch, this is unacceptable, blah, blah, blah. Get out of my sight. And she's like, no, my husband, he doesn't love me. I thought he did. Um, And then... um, she gets taken by her mom. Like, as soon as she pretty much steps outside of the tower, she gets taken. And then Reed has to form a little band together with Bo, the arch... No, the, the crown prince. Yeah. Coco and Madame Labelle and Ansel. At this point, they have now fallen in. Yeah, they're in love and they've had sex. And they've had sex, okay. Had sex. <laughs> yes. I'm where, waiting for the section scene. Where he, was a, he was a virgin and she had to do some teaching. And she taught him! You know, this is my favorite part of this book yeah. because when it happened, I was like, oh, Leah, look, it's section <laughs> education by a female. Yes. And not by the male who's the virgin is like, but I'm still going to teach you how to have an orgasm. Yeah. But she's like, no, no, no I no, teach you. I teach you. I teach you. And he was like, 
so impressed. And he yeah. learned. He was a fast learner. He was a fast And learner. I was very happy with... He let the... instinct guide him. Yes. <laughs> and I wrote to you and I said, he was a very good learner. He was a good, good job, good Reed. Good job, Reed. Yes. So, so now they've love. said we're in they're love. They're in love. They've sleep slept together. Yeah. Their marriage has gone from being like... Uh, forced, forced to something to they both want to work on. Yeah. And... I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that happens. Like, there's Christmas time or Yuletide, like they call it, and they try to buy each other gifts. And yeah. then all these people that uh, Lou gave up to the Chaussures try to kill her, and she has to right. use magic. But there's all sorts of times where she has to use magic and she has to hide it because magic gives off smell. Smell, yeah. Um, but anyways, so Lou's been taken. That she gets taken and by he her mom says, and he keeps her drugged all the time. But he says, I don't love you. Yeah. No, he doesn't say, I don't love you. He just says, go. Like, leave my, like, get out of my sight. Like, I, I can't trust you. Uh, you lied to me kind of thing. But he doesn't actually say he doesn't love her. He just says, you're not who I thought you were. And kind of. So, but there was something about it. Because she keeps, like, running around in her head over You're not over. my wife, is yes. what he says. Okay, yeah. okay. But it's not, he doesn't say he doesn't love her. Okay, because, okay. But he says, like, you're not my wife. And, uh. So she gets taken by her mom, and she gets drugs, tra- and, she drugs becomes, and they travel to yeah. the castle, which is where the witches, where I guess she lives, which is where, or the, the chateau, right? Where you can only see it if you're a witch, and you have to be a Madame Blanche, which is a white witch, mm-hmm. uh, which is what Louis and Coco is also a witch, but she's a Madame Rouge. Yes. So she's a blood witch, so that's different. So mm. she's not welcome at the castle either. And this team, the A team, sort of, <laughs> um, Reed, Ansel and Coco, Bo and Madame Labelle have to mm. try to make their way there in time to rescue Lou from being sacrificed. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And they have to take the long way around because the whole forest is crawling with chasseurs and uh, witches and also people that don't want them to succeed. And the B team, the Chasselles, are also on the hunt here for Lou. Yes. Uh, and particularly for her mom, Morgan. Um, and then they make it just in time for the big feast. And to, in order to get in, they have to get a witch to bring them in as like a consort kind of thing. And Madame Lebel changes their faces and she changes everyone to be kind of ugly, apart from Reed, who she changes to be very beautiful. Mm. And then he had these triplets fighting on Reed. I love Which is very funny. And um, as they go in, there's the the feast and all the witches are happy and they're dancing. And then it comes to the point of, of sacrificing Lou. And Reed's been told to wait for Madame Lebel's sign. But then it turns out that Madame Lebel has been taken. She's been captured and um, they try to kill her. Yeah. And then Morgan slashes Lou's throat and Reed spots what they call a pattern and this is what the witches see they see pattern like golden strings kind of thing yeah that leads from lou to the archbishop so he figures out that if he kills the archbishop then lou will live so he life for a life a love for a love he sacrifices the archbishop's life for lou and this is not great because morgan's been planning this for years and years she's not happy so she's trying immediately to kill lou again but our a team here manages to grab her and madame labelle and leg it out of there into their and camp. And B-team arrows. B-team shoots down all of the witches and yeah. everyone else. Like, just random killing everyone yeah. in yeah. sight. Yeah. yeah. And then they're in uh, La Forêt de Lisieux and they're surrounded by enemies. And this is pretty much where we end. Like, they... Yeah. It was um, abrupt. Lou 
is alive. She's very weak. Madame mm. Lebelle is also alive and also weak. And mm. Lou and and Reed profess their love for each other. Yeah, love yes. you, love you. Yeah. And that's pretty much where book one ends, which means uh, we need to pick up book two now. Because and we find out that Coco's aunt is... Uh, like a super powerful witch. Yes. Blood witch, yeah. So that's where we're going next, I can only assume. Yeah. So she says she's going to hide them within her coven. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I guess, where it's going. But yeah, we got to read this next book right away. Yeah. Because when it stopped, I was like, what? It yeah. literally stopped at him saying, oh, shit. And then it stopped <laughs> the end of the book. I was and, like... and I was thinking about this because I was like, I'm sure there's continuity in this. But I had such a hard time to follow <laughs> with the audiobook that I really, really need to read okay. the second one. So, so I'm going to be the reading one. the second one. Yeah. I and mean, I the audiobook see... was good, but... yeah. But I, I could see to. very many love triangles and maybe even threesomes happening oh, all yeah, over the place sure. in the upcoming book, too. So I look forward to that part of my discussion next week. <laughs> but honestly, Reed and Lou's relationship, like, I was shipping them so hard all along because he was funny. Like, mm. it was so funny. She gets on his nerves so bad. And there's, yeah. like, this one line in this book where he's like... Had given up on counting when I got angry because she just counted right along with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I could just see how that would be so Irritating. annoying. You're like, one, two, and then <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> oh, God, it would kill someone. And then at the end, Reed is like, why the fuck is everyone in this kingdom trying to kill my wife? wife and, he, yeah. and he swears on this second. And she said, did you just say the F word? Did you just curse? But they are good. I like yeah. them. I like them a lot. I like the uh, so much about this book. I like Ansel a lot. I like Coco yeah. a lot. There's not a lot of characters other than the ones we're supposed to hate that I, you know, didn't like, which was basically just the mom. Even I like the Archbishop. Yeah. But um, I thought everything, like everybody was so also distinct. There's yeah. a lot of times, especially in debut novels, where the characters sort of blend into each other a little bit, especially when you're adding a lot of them and they're like yeah. all soldiers or something like that. Yeah. Or all fate or whatever it is. But they were so individualistic and I thought it was really, really well done. Yeah. There's one character we didn't talk about now. It was Jean-Luc and he was... Oh. Uh, uh, Reed's best friend, yeah. but he was very jealous of Reed like the true, whole true. way through, true. and he will now, I guess, be the new captain of the Chasseurs, Chasseurs. so I'm guessing yeah. he's going to be important going forward. And now the Archbishop is dead as well, so this means that the Chasseurs, they won't have his protecting because he knew that Lou was his daughter, and yeah. this was part of the reason why he made Reed marry her, so that she... she he could protect her kind of thing. Yeah. Even though he didn't really want to. Like, it was he was conflicted. Yeah. The archbishop was conflicted. But yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. It was very clear, all the characters, who they were. The only one I didn't really get a grasp on was Bo. But I think I was hmm. zoning out every time they said his name. I need to get better at that. <laughs> this is why I need to read the next one. Like, I feel like I will get a better grasp on these I characters. I also think I, I will get a better grasp at reading. Yeah. But but they did really well with the audiobook. Like, it was, with the narration. It was, like, it was, it was great. really good. I preferred when I listened to his narration because I felt like in her narration, his voice was so harsh that it made him sound angry all the time. But I think he wasn't angry okay, all the okay, time. Okay, okay, okay. Like, I think Fair Reed enough. was, like, frustrated with her at all time because, well... She was kind of annoying. She's annoying. She's annoying. When she sings <laughs> she like the tries bar song. I <laughs> love this bar song that came back at the end. Yeah. Big titty litty. 
And then yeah. it was like as if there was a, some sort of hidden message in yeah. the Big Titty Liddy song and everyone like stops and listens to it. <laughs> it was brilliant bringing that back around. Yeah. And then she's like, the ball, it looks like we go to the same bars. Because <laughs> they both sing in the same song. I know, it was so clever. It was, it was good, it was clever dialogue and everything. So if you want a really good, like, trilogy, I can't speak for the other two books. We'll no, talk we'll about see them though. soon. Yeah. But um, I would definitely pick up um, Serpent, and Dove. Serpent and Dove. And the next one is called Blood and Honey. Yes. Book number two. So we'll be reading that so, and for next week, I don't know. We haven't decided yet. Well, I thought so. the same thing. Did you plan something? No, no. Well, we I don't planned know. lots of things, but not so that. Much planning. Okay. <laughs> well, it will be a surprise then. It will be a surprise. We'll post about it on uh, social media or something. Um, we have a lot of books in the pipe, so I'm sure we'll find something suitable for, for next week. But until then, we might have a baby friend by then too. So yeah, yeah. We better have a baby friend by then. It will be so noisy in the background though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at making them sleep. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. We'd Rather Be Reading is an original podcast by Jerrica Ceron and Leah Sanfer. The music for The Penguins, written and performed by David Allred from the album The Transition, courtesy of Erased Tapes. Please check him out on Spotify and check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at We'd Rather Be Reading and on Twitter at We'd Rather Read. You can also email us at We'd Rather Be Reading the Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.